gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Yeah, gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. And I can't get it out of my head. Cause I won't use discretion when I'm talking about obsession. Cause this is what makes me me. And I'm glad that I called you. I'm talking about nostalgia. And this is where I wanna be. Yeah, gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Yeah, gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. And I can't get it out of my head. Oh my gosh. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. You're listening to the Gimme Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Horse Girl. If you have listened to our podcast on a regular basis and that music sounded more live to you, that's because it is. On this week's episode, we have the very funny and talented. He has been in the Burbank Comedy Festival. He has also produced the intro music for this podcast. We have on Matt Shore. Matt. Hello. Hello. That was so fun. (laughs) That was. That was fun. It's funny because I like wanted to sing along and then I'm like, I don't want to ruin this. (laughs) You totally could have. No, because I hate when people sing along to things. Like if my mom's in the car and she starts singing, I'm like, why? I want to listen to (laughs) Queen, not you. Right. It's like that that old terrible joke that's just like, oh, who's, who sings this song? Uh, let's keep it that way. Yeah. <laughs> just very snarky. Well, uh, you've been one of the few comics who I think has been like pretty busy during the, I mean, the pandemic has now been almost a year long, but you've been pretty busy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah more or less. I, I've been trying to like jump on as many zoom shows as i can and now that i have this like crazy setup thing it's much easier to do my like all my music stuff like i can run backing tracks and play my keyboard and plug my guitar in and all that crazy stuff um and then i also just like try and make a bunch of videos um and write songs weekly and just like just keep forcing myself to write and put things out yeah I feel like for a while you were doing like a new song every Friday or something at, for a little bit. I was. Yeah. That's was a really lot. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> I had to take a break afterwards. Cause I was like, okay, this is too much. Cause like, I, I love writing the songs. I love like coming up with the ideas for videos and stuff, but I hate video editing with like oh, a bash, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like you have to do it. So, but then, yeah, so I was doing that weekly and then that all turned into an album, um, that I put on a comedy, uh, music album, right? Yeah, I did. It's on Spotify now. I mean, if you trust me this early on in the podcast, just get that drop in while you have the chance. Let me just plug something real fast. (laughs) Um, it's actually funny because I don't know if you listen to his podcast or not, but, uh, I don't listen to his podcast, but other people told me about this. Anthony Massa has a podcast. Are you aware of this? I don't think so. I okay. don't I don't know if I know Do him. Do you know him? Okay. So Anthony yeah. Massa is a comedian in Boston. He has a podcast and apparently they're three hours long, by the way. Oh my and gosh. He, I guess, listened to a bunch of episodes of my podcast and he criticized my podcast for being very boring, except for your intro music which he liked a lot really (laughs) 
He what was like, Matt weird... Shore is so talented. <laughs> Kathleen sucks. And I was like, all right, whatever. What a weird compliment for me, but like a total slam. I love your podcast. I've been listening I... in preparation. It's <laughs> fine. I mean, you know, whatever. He also crapped on everybody's podcast. So it's just, I think oh. he, yeah, he's just one of those guys now. Well, anyway. Okay. The real reason that I brought you on this podcast was to talk about, and I don't, this is obviously, this isn't still a current obsession in your life, is it? Well, oh, maybe, okay. Okay. maybe well, a little bit. We're going to talk about the Gilmore Girls, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. We're going to talk about the Gilmore Girls. So I think originally when we were messaging about this, you said that this was something that you watched regularly with your family, right? Yeah. So the whole story behind it is I like, I actually like called my mom to confirm all of these details. Cause when, when I was, uh, when I was in like elementary school, when Gilmore girls was like on TV. So I didn't watch it of course, but my mom loved it and she watched it like oh, cause it came all out the time. Like 2000, right? It was, so. yeah, it was 2000. Yeah. Um, so I was I was little. My mom watched it like and with my dad. And when she had to teach night school, my dad would like tape it, like have like VCR, like record oh, it wow. for her. And then they'd watch it and they, they just loved it. And um, a few, you know, few years later, when I was in high school, we got Netflix and my mom was like, oh, my God, the Gilmore Girls is on here. So my my fam my entire family so it's my parents and then um i have a younger sister and a younger brother all oh. five of us are watching the gilmore girls together and okay. my mom is just like just so pumped to like you know share this show that she loved with us and then now we really like it yeah and then she would just have it on like all the time, like as like background noise? All the time, yeah, as as background. And like she'd jump around to ones that she likes and skip the ones she doesn't like. Um, so I've seen the Gilmore Girls all seven seasons, like I don't know how many times, like a lot of times. So, but when she like originally was into this at the beginning, you were too young you weren't watching it in the i don't even know right. how old you are i you're a okay. child i'm a young i'm a young boy <laughs> i don't mind saying i am 23 and will be 24 oh, in okay. march okay okay so because i remember when i was in high school which was like circa 2007 8 9 i graduated in 2009 i had a mm. friend who very similarly to your mother played the Gilmore girls all the time. Yeah. And I was like, I don't understand the draw. Now, as an adult, I understand the draw, but when I was younger, I didn't. Yeah, it's like I I don't know what the draw was, but it's it's very funny, which is like what I wasn't expecting like when I was like a high school boy and my yeah, mom yeah, yeah. was like Gilmore girls and I was like that sounds like it's for girls yeah but like it's so funny and well written and just like so many great characters and, and they like get a lot of digs in i feel like they have like oh some yeah really snarky characters and they're very they're very snarky 
but yeah, so we were, we were just so, so into it. And like, I I've seen it so many times and people, people get like kind of frightened by my Gilmore girls knowledge. I'll be like, Oh yeah. Like you're, you know, this one where they do this and people are like, what the hell? So do your siblings feel the same way as you about their Gilmore girls experience? I think so. Yeah. I think my little brother, maybe not as much, um, but my sister for sure. And like in my brother still liked it. Like we, so, you know, they did a revival like two or three years ago. Did they do like a movie or something or like a a short thing? They did like a mini series on Netflix where they brought them all back. And so of course my family threw a party Wait, did they throw a, was it a themed party or they just like, oh yeah, my dad dressed up as Luke from Gilmore Girls and wore a backwards baseball cap and a flannel shirt and had a little notepad to take orders. And we ate burgers and watched, binge the whole thing. Very disappointed. It was terrible. It was not Um, good. Oh, it was awful. Yeah. (laughs) Horrible. Oh man. I hope that that was a family only event. Like, did they, they didn't invite outsiders to this, did they? We invited some close, like, family friends of ours. Um, okay. okay. So, so they, like, like, we've, like, grown up with them. So they were like, yeah, we know you guys are weird. Okay. I just feel like if that happened to me and I was, like, a younger sibling of yours, I'd just be like, this is a little embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> My dad's it's, dressed up as Luke. It totally is. Like, Oh man, should we should we say what it's about? I'm realizing yeah, that not there. I don't know, are, you know, your uh, your podcast audience, audience <laughs> that are like under a rock. Let's give the basics of the Gilmore Girls to people. You're obviously more first of all than me. Let's hear it. Well, first of all, everyone needs to get out from under the rock because it is fantastic and it's so much good TV to watch. Um, the Gilmore Girls is the story of a mom and a daughter, Lorelai and Rory Gilmore. Um, and they live in this little teeny tiny town. It's made up. It's Stars Hollow, Connecticut. Yep. Um, and the mom, Lorelai, uh, she came from money. So her parents but, are super rich. But that doesn't mean but she is. It does not because she ran away from home when she was 16 because she got pregnant when she was 16. So her parents were like super mad and they wanted her to marry the boy because he was also a rich boy, um, Christopher. Oh but we'll, um, get into that later. well, yeah, we'll get into Christopher, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> But um, yeah, so she ran away, started living in this small town and raised Rory there and is like like a working, you know, like middle class person um, who eventually like owns her own inn. she does yeah. like a bread and breakfast kind of thing. Um, and Rory is very smart. And very smart. yeah, so she's kind of like going to figure out her way. And she's trying to go to Harvard. Um, so she goes to like fancy prep school. She eventually does not choose Harvard. There's so much to this show. There is. There's a um, lot of layers to the show. Yeah. But basically her and her mother, uh, Lorelai and Lorelai's mother 
do not have a good relationship because you know she ran away and emily don't yeah get along yeah but i guess what brought them back together is, is rory rory <laughs> because rory rory needed to go to fancy prep school lorelei obviously doesn't have the cash to you do that so she asks her parents her parents are like well we don't you'd never call us you never do anything so we'll give you the money if you if come you to dinner, dinner with us every week every friday and then that's that's kind of it goes from there it is uh a very interesting show i think for yes. the early 2000s and maybe i'm wrong people might come after me i think to have two female protagonists is probably very like uncommon yeah i i would definitely say so and like they're both very like strong empowered ladies yeah. and stuff the i mean everyone on that show is extremely white but um there's really no diversity in stars hollow no except rory's one friend yeah her friend lane she's korean and lane's mom is i feel like in some ways like they wrote her i just don't think that that character is like as developed as it would be if that tv show came out now well I looked this up. I did some research. You did some research? Yes. And it turns out that, so the woman that wrote it, Amy Sherman Palladino. Okay. Who, she also wrote Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. If you watch like an episode very of Gilmore cool. Girls and then Maisel, you'll be like, oh yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's that very similar. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she based the character of Lane off of her friend um, oh. when she was growing up. And then that woman who the character is based off of is like actually a producer on the show. Oh, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Fun little fact I learned. Yeah. This is this is totally normal for me to be Googling. Kathleen. <laughs> no, you were just well prepared for the topic that we were going to discuss. Yes. Yeah. Kind of like there was one guest I had on who knew so much about a band that I didn't need to know about. And like, you. but this <laughs> is something I'm actually interested in. Yes. Because <laughs> this is more relatable to me because I had so many friends growing up that were really into Gilmore Girls. I remember, and I don't know if you, did you ever go to one of the Gilmore Girl pop-up coffee shops? No, I didn't. I think like, I can't remember if they had one near me, but um, was, I don't know. Did you ever go or? No, but I had friends who like waited in line for hours. Really? To go to one of these. And I'm like, why? They're like, we want to take pictures. I was like, of what? You at a fake coffee shop? That's funny. I think Lorelai was the first publicly ca caffeinated yeah. person on television. They... I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kind of I, it said that on Wikipedia too. Yeah, it did. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god. I, I uh, okay. So let's get into some of the characters here first. Sure. Who is your any ensemble character? Who's your favorite character in? Oh man, the Girls. That's hard because there's a lot of like I honestly, I feel like the ensemble characters are the best. Like mm -hmm. Rory and Lorelai and Luke 
all make me angry. <laughs> they, well, I think you know, that, yeah, they do. Like, they're all like, stubborn. Ugh. They're all stubborn. They all need therapy. It's, you know, kind of ridiculous. The ensemble is incredible. Like yeah. Paris is yes. fantastic. She's Rory's cranky friend. They start out as not friends because they're very competitive in school, but then um, they, they become, like, become friends. Close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lane is great. Lane has a band, and I, I always love the things with her band. Um, One of the guys that I think is in that band, I think I'm correct when I say this, was a character on True Blood. Oh, really? I think so. I don't know True Blood at all, so oh, I, I well, wouldn't know. I, I know every that time um, I see the guy playing, I, I don't know if it's the drummer or the guitarist, but I always Lane's think the drummer. Oh, that's right. But, the guy, yeah. oh, the guy with the shaggy hair, or that knocks her up. Doesn't she get knocked up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's um Zach. I yeah, think. I think um, that him. Yeah. Yeah, because then the other guy, Dave Rogowski, mm-hmm. he left to go beyond the the OC. Um, yeah, that but he like, show. he went to college, <laughs> but he really just left the show. Yeah. He really just left the show. I, I, okay. So who was your favorite ensemble character? Oh, um, Paris. I, I do love Paris. Um, probably Paris. I also, I feel like I love all of them. I, I love Suki and, um, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. yeah Melissa McCarthy is fantastic. Um, and then like Miss Patty and Babette and all of the old ladies in the town. (laughs) There really are a lot of, uh, so many like regular cast outside of Rory, Lorelai and Luke that you see like on a regular basis. Who's that kind of ridiculous? Who's that awkward guy? Kirk. Yes. Kirk. Kirk. (laughs) love kirk i think he's like a superhero now or something he's like a marvel guy i don't even know he's always i feel like he always is in the wrong place at the wrong time he's always getting yelled at about something yeah they they really nail that like i so i didn't grow up in like a town like that but i feel like it was small like i i'm from portsmouth new hampshire oh Um, so you're from a small town so it's like a small it's like it's bigger than that, but it's small. So like when like I used to work at the grocery store in high school and on breaks during college and I'd go to work and I'd come back and my mom would always be like, how was work? Who did you see? Uh, because it was like, you know, oh, well, I saw Mrs. Whoever and she says hello. And I saw my friend Andrew's mom and blah, blah, blah. And then these people from high school and it's like everybody just kind of like knows everybody. Yeah. Um, So I feel like they really nail that in in the show. It's definitely to like another level of like everyone really is in everyone's business. But like everyone was like, oh, yeah, Matt Shore, he was in the marching band and he has a he plays guitar and blah, blah, blah. All that sort of stuff. So. I think it goes without saying that if I ever talk about Gilmore Girls, I always have to ask the question about if you, you got, you have to rate Rory's boyfriends. Oh my gosh. I knew this question was going to come. This is like classic debate. I hate them all. They're They're all terrible. They're all terrible in different ways. That is, you know who it should have been. 
Who? Is Marty. Marty. Do you remember Marty? Marty. Marty. Marty went to Yale with Rory. Oh, that's, oh, was he, he the one was, at the... He was the naked guy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. Um, Rory found, finds him outside the dorm completely naked on like the first night of Yale and he's like super embarrassed and she lets him borrow her, her extra bathrobe or whatever. Yes. And then he's like very nice to her <laughs> the whole time. And then she goes with Logan and Logan is awful. Oh awful person so we should for those of our listeners who don't know who these characters are let's start from this the beginning so inside it's this we're gonna like get like so baseball. yeah <laughs> so more uh, inside baseball than the baseball episode of your podcast so rory's first boyfriend in the show well actually i think in reality of her character is dean right yes dean is first and dean similarly to you works at a grocery store yeah I'm basically no, um, <laughs> definitely not. Um, he is tall, and I'm tall. Um, I think at but, first Dean comes off as like a very well-meaning guy. Oh yeah, at first he's like very nice and stuff, and he he always is very nice, but he gets really like whiny really fast, and he, then he gets yes. like super jealous and like really kind of controlling and stuff it does feel like he went from being nice to then that there was suddenly an episode where he's like what do you want roar you know like he gets like really whiny you're yeah. right yeah and really whiny yeah i i didn't i liked that episode where they go on a first date at rory's neighbor's house and she dresses up in that like 50s wear and like makes him a meal. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was a weird one though, because you remember the context of it? I I like rewatched these all recently. Was like, she when... like about <laughs> to lose her V card or something? No. No, no, no. no, no. Um so when we when I told you that we should uh, we should talk about Gilmore Girls, like yes. right when we did that, I I was like, well, I better start rewatching from the yeah. beginning. So I, I watched it recently. They they are talk. They're watching Lorelai, Dean, and Rory are watching some old fifties oh, movie right. with um with a housewife, and they're like that poor housewife, you know, having to stay home and keep the you know make the roast and clean the floor yeah. just for her husband and dean goes i think that's nice what's wrong with wanting to please your husband and they're like uh, bud it's not up to you <laughs> you shouldn't be making those decisions so then like they kind of grill him on that and he gets all mad but then rory is like you know what i'll dress up in the 50s like costume yeah. and like make you dinner kind, kind of dessert, as a joke yeah, yeah and a, a jello dessert like it was like kind of a joke but then also kind of like not a joke and it was yeah. very i thought it was weird <laughs> i mean it was weird i don't know why that episode particularly sticks out to me maybe it was because that was before dean became a real jerk yeah i mean like to be fair he became a jerk when jess came which okay. is when which we can roll into next next yeah. the next boyfriend or the next romantic entanglement is jess 
Jess. who is Luke's nephew, right? Yes, he's Luke's nephew. He his Luke's sister kind of has a crazy life and you know was struggling. So asked Luke if he could um you know take care of his his, his nephew, nephew. Yeah, who was a bad boy that would ride a motorcycle and smoke cigarettes and was probably like 28. <laughs> but like but. was actually yeah, yeah. I don't know why I always liked him the most and I think maybe that's because he seemed like the most outwardly problematic. So like you knew that those were his issues. Dean like slowly developed into a jealous douche. Yeah. And Logan, man, we haven't even gotten into Logan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but did you like Jess? Like as a first time around, I kind of liked Jess, but just watching it again, I really didn't. Because huh. Jess is like, like the one thing that they do that I thought was weird was like when Jess comes, they make dean stupider like like dean starts as like kind of like you know he's not going to harvard but he does a good job and whatever um, yeah um yeah. but then um jess comes and jess reads books and dean doesn't read books dean likes monster trucks and dean probably isn't gonna go anywhere with his life all of a sudden and you know jess's argument to rory i think at one point he says like what do you and dean talk about like, does he like books? I like books. You Why like they, books. They always make the like uh, dark brooding character really into reading for some reason. Yeah, I, I've never met anyone like that, but I feel like a lot of characters exist on TV. Who are that, are, like that. that like wear a leather jacket and like to read like throw or something you know yeah like they're, they're like catcher in the rye and i'm holding <laughs> i love kurt vonnegut you know yeah. like i don't get it <laughs> i i hang out i used to hang out in high school with kids that i would describe as being friends with a, the jest type and they did not like to read i know that they did not yeah read. so i find that comical he was supposed to be like smart but he also didn't go to school basically yeah he just like didn't care and they never really gave any reason besides like he's rebellious and he doesn't want to so yeah and then then we move on to like her her i guess most current boyfriend who i think is also trash which is logan logan huntsberger, huntsberger. yes He's and now terrible. Logan outwardly is the most, how do I say this? He just is like very white privileged. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like his dad, Mitchum Huntsberger Mitchum. is, <laughs> he's the head of like a bunch of newspapers. He's like a big right. executive in charge of like a bunch of newspapers and Rory's whole thing is she wants to be a journalist and she wants to like be like a foreign correspondent and stuff. So he like doesn't Logan try to like help give her a leg up and she doesn't want it. Well, kind of. So they so I haven't gotten to this part in the rewatch. So I'm kind of like remembering it from okay. the bajillions of times I've saw it previously. <laughs> but um, 
I think what it was was she she was um she went to dinner with Logan to meet his family. Um, and they're very fancy and have an equally fancy house as Rory's grandparents. And, right. you know, Rory's like, no big deal. My grandparents are fancy. Your parents are fancy. It's going to be great. Um, and they say to Rory, like, she's she's not worthy of the Huntsberger oh, name. That's right. That's right. She's fancy, but she's not fancy enough, basically. Um, so so rory is super sad logan yells at all of them i can't believe you would say that that's so rude and mean and terrible so the dad feels bad and gives rory an internship at one of the papers yes yes so she takes the internship does it for six months or however long it is and at the end the dad calls rory into his office and says hey i don't think you're cut out for this you just don't have it you you can't sorry like maybe you should think of something else to do and rory goes off the rails crazy train choo choo you know what i'm saying yeah i think that that is maybe the one time where she i mean there are other times where she loses her care like she does snap but i feel like that is the big yeah that's what her whole like from the beginning in season one you know that this is what she wants to do. Like that path is made out pretty clear from the start. Yeah, it would like, I think equivalent would be like if you were to hang out with like Bert Kreischer or somebody and they, and he was like, hey, Kathleen, uh, no, you I don't know if you have it. Sorry. Yeah, like if he like hired me to intern for him and then after six months of me like cleaning out his tour bus and like yeah. washing his dog's butt, he was like, yeah you just suck i just like never gonna be good yeah yeah so it's like it's ridiculous and then so rory i think rory rory and logan steal a yacht because they're like they're like let's do something that part was really stupid that seems i i actually as bad as this sounds i prefer the early seasons yes to the late seasons and I think part of that is because I enjoy the tension of Dean and Jess more than the asshole that is Logan. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree. I think also like, like it gets like weird when you keep going because season six was the last season that Paladino wrote for it oh. and she left. Um, I think there was, I was trying to read into it, but there was something with contracts and it, it didn't, you know, it didn't work out. So a different, um, a different guy took over and basically the revival, this like movie thing that they did on Netflix yeah, was how funny. she wanted to end it, uh, which is crazy. Absolutely crazy. I gotta go back and watch that. I think it's yeah. been because that came out in 2016, I think, and I watched it when it came out. Yeah, so I need to go back and rewatch it. Yeah, but I'll be disappointed. I'm I sure. really don't want to. But yeah, the whole revival thing was weird because they they wanted it to pick up basically. They basically just wanted to do what she wanted to do because they brought her back on. But it was like 
it's like 10 know. years later it's like it's even more it's like yeah. i think it was like 15 years later yeah. or something like that so they're all really old and so it doesn't make sense yeah because yeah. like luke and lorelei and the revival thing they aren't married but they're living together but they're like what mid 50s so be. it's like that's weird and then you know spoiler for everybody plug your ears but the last <laughs> The last line is Rory says to Lorelai, mom, I'm pregnant. And that's the line that she wanted to tell oh that, that she wanted to end the show with originally. But Rory is like, but like she's 35. at a normal age, <laughs> yeah, like where she like could be having a child. A hundred percent. But like, I think the whole plan was for Rory to get pregnant from Logan no. and end up in the the oh the Lorelei same Christopher situation as Chris you, ah. yeah so what it is is Logan is Christopher and Jess is Luke yeah but like that is too uh no I, I can't believe it because that was the plan Luke is not well read yeah that's true <laughs> But, but I you're think, right. It is a parallel. There's a parallel. Yeah, the whole because the whole thing with the revival, I, like Jess comes back and says something like, "Oh, well, I'll always be um, here for you." I'll like not like I'll always be here, um, which is like kind of the the Luke like. Uh, yeah, I've had a crush on Lorelai for 15 years, and I'm never gonna, never gonna say do anything, anything about ever. it. Yeah. All right. Oh, man, we're getting so deep. So we have to get back into the original question. If you had to pick one boyfriend of the three for Rory, Ugh. Uh, who would it be? Uh, maybe. Hmm. I mean, this is a very easy answer for me because I'm I. What's feel what's like, your answer? I, I want to I'm I team know. Jess all the way. OK, I, will double I can down. see that. I but feel that's like... also because I'm also a team Edward from Twilight and I just like broody people. <laughs> I just like broody men. So like that's that's it. Well, well I feel like I feel like Jess later on kind of figures himself out a little bit, yeah, you know, like hormonal. Yeah. So I like when know. when he's like 17, he's like a big pain in the neck. But like, you know, he like moves to New York and starts a publishing group or something and like drinks chai latte or something and has a good time so like i don't know maybe like later jess maybe like a, i think that maybe we should just get rory on on hinge and she can find somebody else maybe that's the best option yeah and rory needs to figure herself out because she is so self-centered and ridiculous <laughs> so now that we it's so weird that like i love i love this show but they make me so mad well I think it's good that they bring out a feeling, but I would agree that um, there were times when I rewatched the show recently, maybe not with Rory, but more with like Lorelai and Luke where rewatching it. I was like, like, what are you doing? Like now that I'm an adult, like now that I'm watching it from Lorelai's perspective, so to speak, I'm thinking yeah. to myself like, why why are you causing i think she is quite problematic and i yes. hate her at times yes <laughs> and then at times i'm like oh she's nice but i do think that she can be a little annoying 
yeah like they can be very manipulative to to everybody like i feel like they're very like well i just kind of get what i want so if you're not down with that get out of the way and then everyone kind of comes back and it's like sorry for not letting you manipulate me (laughs) that sort of thing yeah okay so if we're talking about the significant others we now have to talk about lorelei's which yes are equally as bad yeah right (laughs) pretty much i mean she gets knocked up by christopher yes and then he like comes back into her life and don't they get do they get engaged again or something or they're about to they do at some point so like they keep kind of going back and forth because like Lorelai's parents really wanted her to be with Christopher because his family is rich. It's all about, you know, who's rich and who's not. And, you know, the Gilmore name and all that stuff. But um, Christopher comes back and they're like, you know, he's not really in contact with them. And then he comes back and then they're like, hooray, he's back. They just like openly. I mean, there are some bits where they are obviously mad at him but i feel like they pretty like openly accept him back oh yeah and then he'll go away and then he comes back and then you know like he'll come back he's about to like be with lorelei then his girlfriend gets pregnant and he's like well i gotta go be with her then the girlfriend leaves him and he's like lorelei i'm back and she's like i don't know if this is a good they keep getting together yeah it's messy so it's a very well, and then back and we forth have thing. Max. You remember yes. him? Yeah. Max I... Medina. He, I thought he was like the best one. He was probably the I most think. like together, but didn't he teach? Did he teach at Rory's school? Yeah, he was Rory's that's, teacher. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Very weird. And it just like, they just kind of like let it happen. And then I, think he got in trouble for it at one point but then they were like we don't care and then he proposed to Lorelai Lorelai said yes and then decided no last minute and then she drives to Portsmouth New Hampshire to stay in a bed and breakfast it all links to you yes (laughs) it is shocking to me that this woman who does not have her shit together has been engaged so many times yeah Right? Yeah, I think it's three different times. Yeah, because do her and Luke ever they have that talk, right? But do they ever actually get engaged? It's hard for they, me to remember. They do. Rory steals the the yacht with Logan oh, and then like the R- Lorelai comes back to Luke and is like, We can we just like get married? And Luke is like, What? is wrong with you are you upset and she's like yes i'm upset and i want to be happy so let's get engaged oh, that's and right. and i was just like hmm, that seems like not the healthiest way to that's... make decisions nope but so they get engaged and then they like kind of call the wedding off later on it's a mess i'm sorry you see like, gossip man she is somebody like that should seek therapy before she gets engaged to another person my god yes but it was the 2000s and no one gets therapy in the the 2000s 2000s. (laughs) 
No, you like. They also make a lot of problematic homophobic jokes. Oh, what? Do they? They oh, do yeah. make some. There are some questionable, if I remember this right, there are some questionable, like, um, because I feel like every other week they're celebrating something at Stars Hollow. And I feel like there were some questionable events that they were celebrating. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I can't remember any off the top of my head, but it's definitely like. So a little the problematic. Qu- the question is, does the show withstand time? Like, does it hold up still? Or do you think that there are parts of it that are problematic now, well, 20 that's, years later? That's the weird thing. Because, like, it pretty much does until they throw in a joke. And you're like, that was a weird... What? Like, like they'll throw in something kind of homophobic out of the blue. But it's not... It's not one of those shows where it was like, that's the punchline all the time. Yeah. So you like, you'll be watching, you'll get to one and you'll be like, whoa. And then it'll keep going and you'll kind of forget. And then like later on, another one will come back and you're like, oh yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, but the one thing that I've always found weird is how reference heavy it is. It's oh. a lot of the jokes are very reference heavy. And I don't know a good 75% of them. They're like, oh yeah, well you're you're a regular old Davis Smith over here. You know what I mean? And, and I'm like, like no, I have no idea who that is. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if I remember any of those. I'm not surprised by that because I do. I, I think you're right about sometimes they went for like what I would consider to be like the first joke that would they would come up with instead of like going they went for the easy joke a few times. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, there's some really, really well-written stuff in there. And then there's a couple of things where you're like, that was just kind of a throwaway, like, cheap, you know, below-the-belt shot. But, yeah, it's really crazy to watch this show and then also watch Marvelous Mrs. Maisel because the pacing is exactly the same. Huh. It's like... It's very, it's like fast talking, rambling. And then I went over here and I went over there and then that was close. So I went over here and I said, oh, and then, and then joke, what do you mean? You know, like it's a very like bouncy back and forth, fast 500 lines. I will say that the speed at which Lorelai talks at times, I have been like, I like it would be on in the background and I'd be like, I have to put something else on. She's too chatty. Like it is too much. It's a lot. It is a lot. And I don't think that what's that actress's name. Um, She's not like that. Yeah. Uh, Lauren Graham. Yeah. She's not like that in other roles. So it's just obviously written into the character, but at times that would annoy me more so than some of her personality traits. I'd just be like, Oh my God, can you just take a breath? Yeah, they I I read something that was like all of the scripts are like 80 pages long instead of like 30. Instead of like, yeah, because it's, it's like double a page a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but they're like they're talking that fast yeah. that it's like twice as long as any other like normal like half hour drama comedy type show. Do you have a least favorite episode? I mean, they all kind of like are, they all go together. It's not like one. Yeah. It's a series, obviously. But is there one episode that you think is just garbage? 
or one probably season, the later ones yeah. are definitely garbage because like they they try you can really tell that they're trying to do the cycle of life there at the end where it's like you know rory is just gonna like go down the same path that her mother did even though i think the whole point of the show was like lorelei tried to do exactly what the opposite of what her mother did like her mother right. was very like cold and strict and stuff and then lorelei ended up getting pregnant and running away and so she was like i don't want that to happen to rory so i'm going to be best friends with my daughter then the same and, thing happens. But the same thing Rory. happens. Yeah. So I think that was like the point. But they really like try and make that happen where it almost doesn't make sense. Like she steals the yacht and then she's like, I'm not going back to school. I'm going to like find myself, even though like she's been working so hard the whole time. You'd feel like she'd be like, okay, I... let's kind of reset here and it's going to be fine. But it's yeah. like, it gets very like the I decisions are wonder, questionable. I do wonder if they had had another season, like if they're if they had cut off at eight instead of seven, if things would have progressed in a better fashion. I almost question if they were like, "Oh, this is our last season. We're not going to get renewed again. We have to like close all these gaps and like rush to do it." Uh, but I'm not sure. It, yeah. It... The only thing that makes me think they didn't want to do that was the whole thing. Cause they made a big deal when they did the revival, the big deal about this, the line is the line that she wanted to write, which is I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. Mom. Ah! Dramatic. You're an adult ah! now. <laughs> yeah. But she, you know, they did it when she was 35. So they were like, ah, oh, geez, I hope so like better now but, than never yeah but um i think it feels like they wanted to go that way like she was probably supposed to be like 21 like almost done with college maybe yeah something like that Man. But, we haven't even yeah. got gotten into uh lorelei's parents <laughs> emily and um What's his name? Richard. Richard. That's right. Yes. I think I like Richard. I don't love Emily. Emily is too. She is so funny, though. She does. She has some good she, singers. She is good. absolutely hilarious. But yeah, they're they're not nice. They're they're not nice people. No. <laughs> they they are really pretty rude to her. Like all the time and they love Rory because Rory is going the way that they wanted Lorelai to go she's you know applying herself at school she's going to go to the Ivy Leagues Richard went to Yale and now yeah. Rory is going to go to Yale and you know he's he was like a insurance guy he like was a insurance exec or something I'm not really sure and now that actor's dead yes that was like he's, a big He's dead in the revival. They like. I would hope. I think he they, died before that. Yeah. So they like wrote that in that they were like, he died and he had a, I think he had a heart attack or yeah. something. And, you know, Lorelai did something stupid they at didn't the funeral. CGI I don't know. Him in. <laughs> it's not Star Wars. <laughs> oh, man. Can't just CGI Princess Leia in there. 
but so I mean, we're coming towards when I would usually end the podcast. But <laughs> this is going to be a six-hour podcast. The thing is, is that I feel like we don't have closure on this topic. Like, first off, yeah, it's fairly obvious that you are truly obsessed with this show. If you've researched it, I mean, geez, yeah, made sure I found to come out. Facts. I found out so many ridiculous things. Like, you know, the woman who i won't go too crazy no into this, let's but hear you know, let's hear the ridiculous facts so you know the woman who plays um mrs mazel's manager yes in the show yes she was originally supposed to play suki Aha. in, in yeah, gilmore that girls makes sense. that makes sense yeah but she couldn't get out of her mad tv, mad TV contract. contract yes yeah isn't she yes yes that so they replaced her with melissa mccarthy, mccarthy. and now melissa mccarthy is like the biggest thing ever which is so comical to me because melissa mccarthy came out with all these movies as of the last i don't know decade and has become so popular yeah all the meanwhile i'm saying to myself like she was she was in that gilmore girls show though like did we not realize do people not realize that yeah and like her character is like very tame and tame. like she's very yeah. funny like it, it's it's very funny but it's very like it's very tame humor with her she's yeah. very like she's like almost like like kind of physical comedy a little bit and just like kind of you know she's yeah. very funny and does a fantastic job but it, it's it's very different she's a lot better in that show than she is in mike and molly I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, is that is that Kevin James? Is that no, who that is? No, no, no. That's King of Queens. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> it's some. Uh, it's it's a show about two fat people that oh. are together, and it's funny. But I, I mean, I haven't watched it that often. But if I was gonna watch a program with Melissa McCarthy, I would rather rewatch The Gilmore Girls because her character is just so like. I think it suits her well. And I think it also she's like a very lovable mm-hmm. character, which is which is nice. You're yeah. just like, oh, she's so great. And, you know, just always so nice to everybody. Do you have any other factoids, like weird factoids that you want to share? Um, I'm trying to think a lot of it had to do with like they were originally going to be this person and then they replaced it with this person. It was like Dean was originally going to be somebody else and they replaced him with Jared Paladecki, which is the guy that plays him. Yeah. And um, that Dean is the guy who plays Dean, the supernatural guy. No, that's yes. Somebody. Yes, he is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then um, what was the, oh, the, the girl that plays Paris mm-hmm. auditioned to play Rory and they were like, this is not a fit but we love you so much that they wrote the part of Paris they for wrote her a part in for her. That's yeah. the dream. And when I mean like Paris is like an incredible character who's yeah. just like, so like intense and hilarious and like mean. And then like also nice and like very, you know, like very three dimensional. So she like, she hit the jackpot there. I don't know what she did in that audition, but yeah that's that's actually very interesting because that doesn't i mean i've heard of that happening before but it's not often that you hear of something like that happening yeah last factoid is that amy sherman paladino has a funny hat that she wears the writer what kind of hat 
it's like a weird like top hat with like a flower yeah i don't know (laughs) don't they doesn't one of the characters in mrs mazel wear a hat like that no there's just hats in general i think there's just yeah there's just hats in general that's a great show why does she wear a hat did it say why she she just wears that hat a lot she just wears that hat that's like the picture that they had of her she's in this hat i i wanted to ask you what you think about Mrs. Maisel, because I I'm always curious to know about what comedians this think is about really, it. Really bad. I have only watched one episode of Mrs. Maisel. Oh really? Because I think he's a listener to this podcast, or at least he is when there's a topic he's interested in. There was a comedian that I gave my HBO password to. Yeah. And in return, he was supposed to give me his Amazon Prime password. Uh but that exchange never happened and (laughs) did it only happen one way yeah and so like he gave me his amazon password because he talks so much about mrs mazel and i was like well i can't watch this without a password and so he's like well what are you gonna give me in exchange i was like i'll give you hbo he gave me amazon well he was supposed to i had to give him my weird ass high school comcast email so he could access my hbo account (laughs) which is a horse related email mind you oh of course of course we couldn't we have to talk about horses just a little bit yeah and so uh i so then i just like cut him off mid-season of some show he was watching he never said anything to me probably because he knew that he never followed through with his promise but I now have somebody else's Amazon Prime password. I just haven't gotten to it. Because it's one of those shows that I want to watch but actually pay attention to. Right. Like you want to sit down for it. Like have my computer closed and like not be on my phone. Yeah. My parents, though, have loved it. And I mean, if they like it, they're very particular about what shows they like. I will probably enjoy it. Um, I think it's good. I feel like... So her style of stand-up is very interesting. Oh boy. Like it's it's very like it's it's like if Lorelai Gilmore was to do stand-up. She gets on stage, she rambles and rambles and rambles. There's punchlines in there, and it's like just kind of this big clouded, like fast thing, which is kind of interesting. Like, I don't know if that's like to mimic the style of the time, but I feel like there isn't really much modern stand-up that does that yeah um, i will definitely have to watch it because i've heard good things about it but then i don't want to be disappointed so part of me is like maybe i shouldn't i don't i i honestly don't think you would like if you liked gilmore girls you you would like it it's as long as the characters aren't as annoying as lorelei gilmore they're they're less annoying she does have crazy parents you paused you paused before you said that they're well of course they're like kind of flawed and kind of you know she she's very you know they're always kind of flawed or whatever and she's got a stupid husband ex-husband guy and stuff but uh it's it's very fun it's and then just like the production is crazy so that's always neat to watch all right, I'm going to have to watch this. I'm going to have to get on it. And I'm going to have to give up the fact that this person shorted me a password. Part of me is like, <laughs> I don't want to watch this because of this person. They shorted this me is, a password. This is, it must be a big deal because you're not saying names. 
just respect them as a comedian. Yeah. But I doubt that they made it this far into the podcast, but because I don't picture Chris Post liking the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> but anyway, um, I don't hold grudges. This didn't happen this five yeah. years ago. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh anyway. my gosh. Um, Matt, we are going to wrap up, but where I know we plugged okay. at the beginning, but where can uh, our listeners find you? Where are you on social wow. media? Well, I am. I'm on Instagrams and Twitters and TikToks and all that stuff. Um, it's at Matt Shore with two underscores because there's a lot of Matt Shores, including a Matt Shore underscore that exists. A Wait, so frustrating. it's Matt Shore underscore underscore. Yes man yeah kind of a bummer um that last name doesn't feel super common to me yeah i i didn't think so either but it's you know there's a lot and there's another i found out recently there's another guy in comedy named matt shore no um, that's impossible i think he like wrote for college humor or something Does does he also sing no (laughs) it's your alter ego no i gotta fight him no um but yeah so like if you look up matt shore comedy it's me and this other guy who has this like big beard and that's not you Um, you're the that's not me bearded matt shore i'm the clean shaven matt shore musical comedy boy um sorry that was a ramble but it's that's okay that goes along with the topic of the gilmore girls because they're rambly characters yeah it all links up it all links this was this was perfect well matt i am so happy that you came on (laughs) yeah thanks for having me yeah i'm happy that you did our intro music which anthony Massa loves well i'm I'm glad (laughs) um that was fun to do i i really enjoyed have you done any music for any other because you you've written a couple for other people right i have yeah i've done um I do. I did Alexa Albanese's uh, her like show theme song, um, cool. which was fun. And then I did the comedy studio podcast one. They they had, but they like. I think they stopped doing the podcast recently. But there was. I think they used it once or twice. Um, okay. But that one was fun too. Nice. Um, I like doing it because it it makes it kind of gets me out of you know like the choices that I would make. So I you know i have to ask the person like so what do you want do you like this do you like this do you not like this and that kind of like challenges me so that's that's really fun i do feel bad giving people feedback when i know them so like when you sent me the first call i was like well i gotta tell him this one thing but i don't want to hurt his feelings oh no i yeah i was like like afterwards i tried to like make sure that everyone i worked with knew was like like if you hate it tell me exactly what it is and why and then i will change it like i don't care yeah (laughs) like if if you were like i hate your song that you wrote for yourself i'd be like well that hurts my feelings right (laughs) but like this is a song for you so it's you know it's like a it's a completely different you know ball game yeah all right guys well you've been listening to the gimme podcast as i say every week you can find us i don't even know why i need to say this last part you can find us wherever you found us if you're still here you know where you found us spotify stitcher do people still use pandora because we're on pandora oh that's cool uh apple whatever and 
if you give us a five-star review, I still have stickers. I will send you a sticker. Just tell me if Janet McNamara, if you're listening, I will mail you a sticker because I owe you a sticker. Um, have a good week and we'll see you next week. Bye.